welcome back and thank you for tuning in. I'm Julie. I'm Diana. And I'm Indiana. And we are Rula Femme. We're excited to have you guys here. So I think let's get into it. Yes. Um, so today we're going to be talking love. Um, so in a perfect world, you meet someone that makes you feel all the good things, right? They're perfect physically, mentally, all those good things. And obviously people are dating these days. Well, people our age are dating with intent to be with their other half, better half, whatever the case is, they want to be with them for the rest of their life to create a family and stuff. Um, so what we're going to be doing this episode, we're going to paint a picture of a 12-month relationship and what that's going to look like in a timeline. So we're going to walk you guys through the first to three months, the three to six months, and so on and so forth. So we'll associate colors with the feelings that people feel during these time periods. So the one to three months, the feelings that are felt there, three to six, et cetera, so on and so forth. So let's start with yellow. Okay. <laughs> yellow, mellow. So yellow will explain it as the feelings um, one feels in the one to three month time frame. And yellow, if you think about it, it resembles happiness, optimism, opportunity, and light. Because obviously whenever you, you see the sun, you feel good. You feel light and and. I feel like that's something that we all feel when you're first starting to talk to somebody. Um, like it's something always to look forward to. So everything feels positive and happy and just too good to be true. Oh, uh, not necessarily, but <laughs> damn already. Except if you're Liliana, <laughs> then that's different. And you haven't had breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> so let's talk first impressions. Let's put ourselves in a scenario, right? So let's say you meet someone for the first time, whether you're out at a bar, you're in school, in class, whatever the case is. What's your first impression of a person or how would you describe that first interaction? Are you speaking or approaching this person with intentions to create a genuine connection? Or do you think it's for like a one night stand type of thing? I think for me personally, whenever I meet somebody, I already picture what this can go like. And that's based off of the expectations that I place on this possible relationship. And I know that's not too healthy, but ultimately I look for something long term. I don't like one night stands. That's not me. How about you guys? Uh, I don't do one night stands. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I barely flirt. So (laughs) that's that. Um, But I think my intentions, if I'm, you know, meeting somebody, somebody, um, I definitely look for like the physical attractions and I think just how the conversation flows. Like if someone can keep a conversation with me because I get easily bored, then that's like checked off in my list. Define easily bored, though. Like I, Diana. I, I agree. <laughs> that. I agree. Though. I feel like if I'm talking to somebody and they're talking, I just see that like their lips moving, but my brain is not here, and because so I'm bored, rude. yeah, because I'm bored. I'm just like I'm not. You you haven't captured my attention. You're listening, so but you're well. not internalizing what they're saying. I just see that like the lips moving. I'm just like, oh okay. I'm. You know how they say, oh, when you say that's crazy. You're not paying attention. That's me. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Oh, and you have no idea crazy. what the hell they said. Nope. I'm just like, damn, that's crazy. I'm queen of that. I feel like <laughs> I me. I am. I'm yeah. like, yo, that's crazy. You do that to us. So, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Imagine somebody you just met. Um, I mean, I think for me, I I feel like I talk a lot. Well, I'm an extrovert. So, like, when I first meet someone, like, I'm going to go ranting about 
something they probably don't care about. So how Diana is easily bored, they're probably bored with me. Yeah. Unless that guy has other intentions. But speaking, I guess, to our listeners and what our age group these days, what they're doing, I feel like they may be meeting people with intent to have a genuine connection because there's really not much time to waste. But we're not going to get into timelines because I feel like we touched on that before. But obviously, I feel like people should meet for intentions to have a genuine connection. So let's just say they do meet someone. They have a genuine connection. So what do you guys think comes next, right? You guys go on a few dates. How does one determine, like, what type of dates the person should go on? Because you really don't know the person. So, like, how do you form that connection? Oh, so I actually learned this recently. One of the first things that you should do when you're getting to know somebody, and if even if it's, like, a platonic relationship, learn each other's love languages, whether that's on a friendship level, relationship level, learn each other's love languages so you know what type of dates to go on, so you know what type of things to do and not I'm to do. I'm taking Diana to the club. <laughs> oh, my God, I hate you. How about you guys? They don't respect me. I could write a book on Eliana and what not to do with her. These facts. Mm-hmm. Oh, me. Diana. Um, I feel like the first couple of... I don't, I don't know. I'm honestly like... I I think I mentioned this before in like the other episodes. Like, you know, I like forming a friendship first. I feel like that's very important. Um... I guess what Eliana said, like, you know, just learning each other's, like, love languages as a friendship or anything. But, like, I like to form friendships with people because in the case that it doesn't grow more than that, like, a more genuine connection or a more, like, physical attraction, at least I know I've gained someone in my life that I feel comfortable with. So... And you have something to fall back on. Yeah. Just in case, in the case something doesn't, doesn't happen. Work. Like, you know, regardless of anything. And that's something that I always tell, like when you're in a relationship with somebody, you're still friends. You're creating that foundation. Your, your baseline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, people like me, well, no, I feel like... You're all in. <clears throat> or the guy is all in. I feel like I can't have guy friends because of that reason. Because you Wh- flirt? I was getting yeah. to that next. Big ass We're flirt, not friends. Bro. Yes, yes, we are friends, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a very big flirt, and I guess the way I come off, I can't, like meet a guy and like just be friends with the guy unless the only way i'll be friends with him is if like i'm you trying don't to like him if you don't find if his teeth are just like jacked <laughs> up like <laughs> girl oh, not God. even that no because i, I mean... can never mind diana <laughs> we're not talking about the past okay <laughs> so no i'll be friends with the guy if i'm trying to like get the guy to hook up with one of my friends like mm-hmm. i feel like that's yeah but if I feel what like, i feel like <laughs> The men that you bring into your life that you choose to like have a a, a friendship, they'll always turn into a relationship exactly. if you are interested. I mean, yeah, like the only way that they'll be in your life is if you're interested. But if I generally don't want something with them, like you're not gonna form a friendship. You're literally a guy in a female body. Wow. But anyways. when did this turn about me? <laughs> um, no, I just back to the dating part. We just like went yeah. off track. So I think. I agree with learning people's love languages because it's like, for example, how do you know like what to do or what to do? What what, what to do or what, what not to do, do is what she meant. Yeah. Um, like, for example, like if someone takes me somewhere where there's animals, like don't do that. 
because I'm not going to have a good time. That's Ileana's favorite thing. That is. Let's go horseback riding. Stallions. <laughs> not the stallions. Anyways, but yeah, let's move on. So you go on dates. Cool. Then you start creating these small feelings for this person, right? How, do, how many times do you guys think you should be seeing this person? So let's say you go on a date for... You go on dates, let's say, three weekends in a row. Do you feel like seeing them one time a week is enough? Should you see them more? Like, at what point do you determine how often you see them? Okay, what happened? I always say two times a week. And the reason why I say two times a week is because I feel like I should see you one day in the weekday and then one day in the weekend. Because the weekday, it determines how you are after work and how you are stressed out and what you want to do during Monday through Friday. And then the weekend, I have to hold it to myself so I see another part of you. That's how I see it. Okay, interesting. interesting. It is very interesting. interesting. I feel like I I, I agree with two, two to three days maybe, but... More so because I want time to miss you. I, if I'm with you 24-7, I can't ever miss you. So that's not going to make me long for you. It's going to just come as an expectation. And if I have an expectation, that's going to lead to a disappointment when you can't fulfill my need of seeing you. I can ever picture Liana texting a guy, I miss you. Yeah, because she texts us like, yeah, I miss she's you. like, I miss you guys. I'm like, I the miss same you too. way that I text you, I miss you. I will text somebody. I Diana, it's possible it's for Eliana to like a guy. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I think I, I didn't realize. So I was the type of person that I needed to see the guy like four or five times a week. Like, oh. why are you worried about anything else in your life other than me? Oh like, god. <laughs> that's who I used to be like way back. But then after I got into a relationship with someone and I literally saw them once a month. Um, <laughs> that Burp. was no that made me just realize like actually like I'm good I got used to that that was my only expectations to see him like mm-hmm. once every two weeks let's just say realistically um, so now you said that's sad <laughs> yeah it was because I was like damn like why can't I see you but again it was, that's a whole other story but I think one time a week between this phase of like one to three months of getting to know someone I think once in the week and then next week you'll do like a weekend I feel like once is enough and then, like, FaceTimes and stuff here and there, yeah. calls, texts. Yeah. yeah. But speaking of FaceTime, let's get into daily communication. And I'm going to point out Eliana because I know she gets frustrated and gets turned off when a guy just goes at my all day. She's not expecting people to text her all day, but, like, a good morning. Like, do you get good mornings every day? Do you get good nights? Like, what are your expectations during this time frame? I think it's courteous. Um <laughs> Just be courteous and and ask them how your day has been. If you haven't spoken to them in a few hours, just just be like checking in. How are you? Good morning. Good night. Send them a selfie. No. Oh, my God. I hate that. Yo, I've had somebody who shall not be named. They asked me, yo, do you want a picture of me? Do you want a picture? No. Keep it to yourself. What do I need that for? Oh my god! And mind you, we, this, we were barely even talking. Like we were talking for like two weeks or something. And he said, "You want a picture of me?" The audacity! The audacity! That's mad right? weird. Don't I mean, let it be a live selfie too. You that's know, weird. Like that. you know, Way a boomerang. It. Yeah. No. Oh, the live one, like. That's so weird. And I feel like guys are yo facts. I feel like guys are, or if he plops it up like on a sidewalk or something, and then walks back and takes a picture. 
No. He's trying to like, send a dick pic. That's, it's kind of like nah, he's... Nah. A dick pic? I feel like people uh, fish for compliments when when they... I don't know. I don't like when people fish for compliments. Just be genuine. If I compliment you, let it come out of me. Don't... Just don't. Oh, I don't think I'm asking for too much. But anyways, moving on. <laughs> anyways. Wow. Dana, what do you expect out of messages, calls, FaceTimes? When you're first getting to know the person, like, I think it should be equal like if i'm reaching out to you like hey good morning blah 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 like how are you um i expect like oh hey like what's up blah 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 but if you don't text me all day i'm not texting you and if you're not reaching out to me i'm not gonna reach out to you so again i get bored pretty easy i really don't pay attention so much like so much of that detail it really just depends on the effort so damn i should have went first because now i'm gonna sound crazy as usual probably because <laughs> they're just like why aren't you texting me why aren't you texting no. me why aren't you texting me i mean you know i'm gonna do my research but <laughs> i think i i think after a few weeks of talking maybe like a random facetime here and there but essentially i feel like good morning how are you hey i'm at work i'm busy i'll text you later like have a nice balance between both of you to like respect your schedules throughout the day weeks weekends and then just text good morning checking in like Ileana said it's not really checking in. i feel Checking in, yeah. Not like reporting, but just like, hey, how's your day going? Like yeah, that type of thing. Just making sure like you're all good. Yeah. That's like, I don't really. know. You don't have to tell me your every waking move, but. I mean. Just <clears throat> act like you care. Yeah, exactly. Or interest, because then Interested. you lose interest. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So let's move on. So let's say you've been talking to this person about a month now, a month and a half, and you start seeing this person a little bit more. How do you guys think you handle or people handle time management, right? So now, let's say they don't have any kids, but they have, like, they're really involved with family, or they play a sport on the weekend, or they have, like, a second job. What happens when this person becomes so focused on whatever you two are creating, and they start, like, forgetting about their family, their friends, um, and people start lashing out, like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Like, how does that come about? So I've always said how... I hated people who would do this, who would get into a relationship and they'd forget about their whole entire world. Like, granted, this is a new time in your life. You want to get to know the person, but balance, right? And then I realized at one point, I became that person. And realizing that, like, now it's just, like, gross. Like, <laughs> it, it's gross. Like, you really need to balance. Like, you shouldn't just drop everybody just because you have this exciting thing happening in your life, like let the people in your circle be excited for you and be happy for you and experience these things with you because they're the ones who are always there. And if this person goes to shit, well, not literally, but yeah. you know what I mean? They'll still be there for you. Your friends will still be exactly. there. Exactly. How about you, Dana? <laughs> Actually, never mind. Um, <clears throat> so... I think sometimes it's kind of hard if you're very interested in this person and you're trying to do everything that you can to make it work. And I think also insecurities fall into that as well. So I think you're doing everything that you possibly can to like make this person like you even more or make this person aware that all their attention is on them. But I also don't think that putting in so much effort in a person who isn't putting the same effort as you is fair. Like, you lose yourself more. And then the fact that you are okay with doing that and the fact that you have people telling you, like, hey, you've been MIA. Like, hey, like, what are you doing? Like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And you 
are ignoring that to focus on someone else who probably isn't even giving you like the time of day i think you are really setting yourself up for more disappointment so i think there has there has to another house there should be a balance as to how much attention you pay on the person and how much attention they're paying you and definitely i agree with what you said and like for example let's just say me right i'm the girl and i'm talking to a guy and i'm expecting him to text me all day call me all day Mm -hmm. hey why haven't i seen you in two days or 24 hours but it's like the guy may also be thinking like yo you have nothing going for yourself Mm -hmm. like why are you always worried about me and he could mean that in the most humble nicest way possible but it's (laughs) like you both should practice individualism first before you even can come together to even share your experiences and what you want to progress with in life and i feel like if people the more time people spend with one another the more they become codependent and you guys should both be two complete individuals separately and then could just complement each other Mm -hmm. together so but again at this point in time which we're gonna get into the honeymoon stage people are so invested in they want to know everything about this person like immediately Mm -hmm. like in a month, they want to find out not just what's your favorite color. Like they mm-hmm. want to know everything, how they eat or what they do at home. The mannerisms. <laughs> like, yeah. I think also like the chase is also pretty fun as well. You don't want to just completely seem like you're easy and not in that sense. But like, you know, just be like, like you said, like you want them to just be like, hey, like, are you thinking about is me? Like, what am I doing and stuff like no, you want to give yourself a place in someone's life and just be like, okay, no, like, I know this person isn't going to reach out to me because this person's working. Not like, okay, this person's texting me all the freaking time. Like, what's... Give like, them a chance to miss you. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I feel like that's just too much and I just feel like that's just thirsty. I, I mean, I don't like it, but... Whatever. So in a perfect world, right, let's mm-hmm. say these people have an equal balance of time spent together, the time they speak communicating and all that stuff. They got into the honeymoon stage. So at this point, I guess you could say like the three month phase. I feel like at this point, like they're really invested in each other. Hey, I really like you. Obviously, nobody's saying I love you yet, even though I feel like that happens. You can have love it for somebody. It yeah. does happen. No, you could have love for somebody because I, I feel like at three months, you could really care for someone, especially if you've developed that. But like, well, you know, when people yeah. say like, when you know, you know. Yeah. So have you guys ever heard of a scenario where you've only been with this person three months and like they end up being together for like the rest of their lives i feel like i know people like that but that's like in a perfect world yeah no for sure i do know a couple people not a couple like one couple (laughs) (laughs) who they knew right from the start that they were each other's first loves and they're still together to this day 20 something odd years later so i feel like you're not you're not really giving yourself a chance to really date then like, I feel like you're just devoting yourself to this one person. Because... Well, it depends where they're at in life, too. Yeah. Because I, I, I guess so, be... yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I think it depends Some... on where you are in your life. I agree with that. I, I feel like if you've been single for, like, six plus years mm-hmm. and you really had that time to, like, reflect and, you know, have time for yourself, yourself. set all your, goals, all your goals and stuff, then, yeah, okay, cool. But I feel like... You're 15 in high school and you met your soulmate. I mean, yeah, I that right there. So, yeah, I think it, it depends on a timeline. And there's also people who are already like in their midlife and, and sometimes they feel like their time is running out. Yeah. So they kind of jump at the opportunity. But don't you think that sometimes people are just settling for that then? Yeah, out of fear that they'll be alone. Yeah. I don't know. That's sh- that's just like when you, you start forcing settle. it, though. That's like yeah. a whole different feeling. Yeah. You shouldn't settle. What? Get a cat. Get a cat. That's the feeling. Or a dog. Oh, God. Right. 
Yeah, I don't think that you should settle. Like, it doesn't matter how many illusions or how many false promises this person gives you. Like, I definitely think that you should stand your ground and like and not settle unless it's something that you really, really want to put up with for the rest of your life. But anyway, <coughs> the honeymoon stage, regardless, is it's it's fun. It's it fun. Enjoy fun. as much as you mm-hmm. can. It's a good to good too good to be true moment. Yeah, and so. al- and like also try to like at least. Like carry that honeymoon stage on for the rest of your relationship. Like, doesn't matter how old you guys are or how long. Remember your foundation. Yeah. So let's say you've yeah you completed the ninety days onto the next level. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys know the whole thing about like women waiting ninety days to like become intimate and the sexual stuff. I've never heard of that. The ninety day rule, like I haven't heard of that. But anyways, continue. Okay, so after the ninety days, things become a little more deep. Wow, you guys know what I mean. <laughs> Literally. Woo! Um, so we're going to reference the stage into the pink color, right? You guys re- resemble pink with romance and intimacy. And I guess you could think of Valentine's Day. What? Your insides. Oh, mm, interesting. Your organs? Your organs. <laughs> I think he's talking about other insides. <laughs> this is going back to yellow with the flirtatiousness that... <laughs> so i'm yellow oh my god never mind anyway okay so let's go into pink which is going to resemble the next three to six months with this ideal person so now you guys are exploring the romantic side of each other right you've learned your love languages you've dated you spent time together probably slept over once or twice whatever so now you're exploring each other's intimacy intimacy levels sexual experiences and everything do you guys think at this point, so you're now three months in, do you guys think you should still be flirting or talking to other people, whether that's a guy or a girl? Or do you cut everyone off at this point? I want you to answer that first. Wow. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think it depends. Honestly, like, it depends what my genuine intention was from the beginning. If I'm talking to someone... And I feel like they have, in these three months, have fulfilled a lot of what I'm looking for. Then I most likely will not continue to get to know anyone else. If I feel like there are things missing or I feel any uncertainty coming from this person, I may rock out with, like, my other DMs um, for maybe a few more weeks and see how I feel. And this isn't to say, like, oh, I'm going to choose one over the other. But I feel like as a woman, you just keep your options open, keep options open. And like you look for men to fulfill certain parts of your mind, whatever the case is. This isn't to say you're going to sleep with all these guys, but just have conversation. People can teach you things, right? Whether you're looking for something romantic or not. Um, So I guess that's my answer. It all depends on how my primary person is making me feel. So I guess since you already decided that, well, we already decided that obviously we're going to stick with this person and not want to date anybody. um, I think in this part of the relationship, you guys are becoming more official if you guys haven't already. And you guys start learning, you know, little things about each other, like what you like, what you guys don't like, and also different habits of what people pick up on. Um, so I guess, like, what are certain things that people, like, I guess what you guys have discovered um, that, like... Should do together. Yeah, that you guys should do together. Or, like, that, that bother mm-hmm. you also as well. So I think by doing things together, you'll really learn what you like about this person and what you don't like, habits, traits. Um, I think you should definitely cook with each other. You should definitely 
uh, clean with each other, and that way you could see just how clean that person Nobody is. Nobody can and clean I, with Diana. It's over. No, She's no, 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 no. <laughs> She's gonna you put bleach to... on them. <laughs> <laughs> One wrong move and oh god, just, like, guys, so checking bad. it at them. But yeah, you should definitely include them in your in your routine of like the things that yes. you do yes. daily. Include them in your include routine. them in your routine. Ooh, I like that. Oh, if thanks. he can make me coffee. He checking mm-hmm. off on my list. That's yep. it. Yeah. I oh, can't with your coffees? Oof. <laughs> if they can clean the way that I want them to clean, I don't have to worry about anything. No, but that's that's crazy that I say coffee, you say cleaning. But it's two completely different things, but there are two things that are important to it's us. Super yeah. important. So, super important. Yeah, have someone to match my... Energy. Energy. Ca- match my and- caffeine. Yes. <laughs> Um, but I definitely think it is a good time, whether you're, you know, three months in, almost four, whatever, to start doing things together, even go food shopping together or choose to like cook dinner one night. Like you could see just by cooking dinner, mm-hmm. like how do they wash dishes? Are they still greasy? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Do they oh, pick yeah. up their plate? Do they expect you to pick up their plate? Oh, guys. so Oof. that whole thing. So codependency, which is what I think we're going to call that. So let's move on to something I touched base on a few minutes ago exploring each other's bodies so ideally let's say it's a friday night you guys cook together you're home you have some wine things might get a little warm um at this point you're probably like getting intimate right wherever you're at and like who makes the first move like at what point do you guys think it's time to explore that aspect of your i wouldn't say relationship because if you're not together but your dating cycle there yeah i mean it depends really <laughs> on the setting and the intention because at this point at this phase that we're on you already i feel like you've already made that kind of clear if they're becoming one of the sole people that you're speaking to so yeah i definitely think if the time is right if you both feel like you're in the same headspace then go for it being that it's still early enough would you guys stay if the sex was trash? Ooh. Uh. It's still early enough. <clears throat> Would you stay if the sex was if trash? If at first you don't point- succeed, <laughs> dust yourself <laughs> off and try again. At that point, I might spice up my DMs a little bit more. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like... No, 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 no. I feel like first wow. time nerves you are crazy. a thing. <laughs> you crazy <They're- laughs> girl. People get nervous their first time. So, it's yeah. a, so okay. Just That's why you drink a couple bottles of wine. To just... Yes, it does help. But no, sometimes that's not enough for people because they're still whatever. So give it at least another try, a third try. And, and if it's really not it, then you have to have a talk. But a talk? What if you... Six months in to have a serious talk already? I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, this is an important part of the relationship, no? Yeah, if you're giving the LD... You gotta, <laughs> you gotta move on. Yup. Yeah. And that sucks, cause like, what if you really like the person and that's trash? No. Be just like talk. That. Just communicate Eliana, with talking them. to someone is not gonna make their sex Com- better. No, but communicate. <laughs> that's that's, that's no. like love language talking. <laughs> no, communicate with them the things that you would like done. That that maybe that's he might, so awkward. Like, it hey, is, but eat me this way. Like, no, that's no, weird. There's a way that you say <laughs> things. You're like. Jump in the gun. (laughs) First off, (laughs) second, you gotta do that though. Do you not agree with me, AJ? You gotta, you gotta talk to your communicate. If you don't like something, don't like. I feel like the first time around, you should not do that. Like you're gonna kill someone's ego. But it's not the first time. I'm saying after a couple tries, if you see it's still not right, 
Yeah, then just tell them. So talk to them about the things I that you like. I can't tell the a guy like, like, "Oh, hey, do it this way." Like I, my pride. No, no I would just passively. And if he tells me, he could get the hell out. My passive manipulation will kick in. I will manipulate the situation. <laughs> wow. I will the situation. Oh, she likes so yeah. I can get it the way I like it. You heard it here first. Okay. <laughs> For those, okay, you know. All right, let's move on. Anyways, let's just hope it goes well the first time around. <clears throat> so we move on. Anyways, so now you guys have done the stuff. The deed. The deed. So now, let's say next weekend comes up and there is an outing, right? And your friend, your friend, the guy or girl is like, hey, my friends are getting together to watch some football. Like, do you think it's time? Like, are you ready to come hang out with my friends? Do you guys think at this point it's appropriate for you to meet their friends or for him to meet your friends? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I want to see how they act. Yeah. Who he is around his friends. I want to see. Exactly. Because and they who could... he is around your friends, but he's also probably looking at you like, who is she around her friends? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or if like he's around your friends and he's being a total like quiet person in the corner. Ooh, yeah. That, so yeah. I would personally like being introduced uh in in bits and pieces like don't introduce me to all 50 of your friends all at once i want to know little by little because that way once we're all together with a bigger group i at least know a few people and it's easier to meet people like um, me two or three like your closest friends first um but then it also comes into the question who are you to this person like hey this is my friend eliana or hey Oh, Call I'm dating Eliana. Like, that's Listen, weird. This is I, my special friend. No, I am your friend until you give me a title. Like, I don't... I don't... I don't. You're friends with benefits because you fucked him at this point. No, but I'm your friend. I'm your right. friend until told otherwise. Until you call me your girl... Until you call me your wife, your fiance, whatever, everything comes with its stages. See, no, exactly. When I'm introduced to somebody, or when I introduce some like someone to some to my friends, hi guys, this is Juan. Hi guys, this is Julie. I don't say hi. This is my blah blah blah. No, I'm introducing them by their name because it's exactly what they are. Their name. Their That's name. it. Period. Okay. Point blank. Period. Um. Okay. Cool. So. And just to ask real quick, what would you guys do if? His friends don't like you and vice versa. <laughs> well, that's awkward. You laughed at that one. So what, what do you have to say about Why that? Why would his friends not like you, though? Yeah. Oh. I feel like oh, for many reasons. It could be, one, they're jealous or they're just being petty, whatever the case is. Or they genuinely don't vibe with you. Like, for me, I'm a very vibes type of person. So, like, if I go out with this guy friend and his friends are, like, stank or, like, they're, I don't like their vibes, like, I'm probably not going to go back around them. Yeah. Hmm. Or, I mean, yeah, I'll try same. for the sake of the guy, but I, I will tell them straight up, like, hey, I didn't really like this about your friends. Or if they made me feel uncomfortable yeah. as being, like, the oddball out, like, yeah. I don't want to be around those people. Not yeah. right away, anyway. Yeah. That's interesting. I think you I have to warm up to people, like too. Yeah. 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 Just, like, it took time for, I guess, us to warm up to, like, them. I think I think it takes time. You can't... Some people come up strong. Yeah. But that's why it's important to start meeting bits and... Pe- yeah. Like, people in increments. Don't just meet everybody at once so you could really feel the vibe and know who to be around and who not to be around. But don't you think sometimes that when you see the kind of friends that your that your significant other... Or, I mean, not significant other, but your person is around, you really question, like, this person is completely different from their friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and a lot of times, different. friends can influence someone, but they could be completely different too. Yeah. I, I've 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 definitely noticed that. Like their friends bring out a different side of them. I've yeah. definitely seen it before. Um. 
Yeah, definitely do agree with that. But let's just get into one last little topic and then we're going to get into some side questions. So at this point, you guys are about five months in, right? You've met the friends, close friends, etc. Let's talk about talking, right? Having these conversations. Is it time to start talking about the future or the near future? Like, what do you want out of life? Like building a family, finances. Like, do you talk about maybe moving in? Like, where are you at this point? At this point, yeah. I again just feel Diana out the relationship. <laughs> feel out the relationship and see where it's where it's at when the honeymoon phase ends. Reality sets in, and mm-hmm. you have to really think about where you see this person going with you in your life run. You know, you how have do to- they fit into your life? Yeah. Yeah, mm. so, like, financially, do they have the same goals as you? Do they have the same work ethic? So these are things that you have to question. Diana says no, so I want to hear your opinion. I, I think it goes based off the timeline again. I feel like if you're super young, I don't think that you should be thinking about talking about a family moving in together, all that future stuff, because you don't even know what well, the Well, not necessarily you are. together, but, like, what do they want as an individual? Like, do you want a family? Yeah. Do you want kids and stuff? Like, you don't oh. have to pick out names. Not, like, you and two and together. Say, like, hey, oh, well, okay. And look okay, at apartments then. together. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what? This is general. What, AJ? Is just... <laughs> These are just finding things in common with yeah. the person. Yeah, it's not hide the birth control time yet. Oh, no. damn. No. Um, then, yeah, I definitely think that's something that you guys should definitely talk about, have a conversation about, because if their goals and your goals aren't really aligning and there's no type of compromise, exactly, then run. You're wasting yep. your time. Run. Run. Mm-hmm. run. Okay, cool. So let's get into um, our side questions. So. Yeah. Have you guys ever been in a situation where you were more invested than the other person was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely, Yana. Yeah, so um, I kind of touched on this before where um, when you're getting to know somebody, you want, uh, well, for me, I'd want enough time so then I could miss them. So I wouldn't want to see them every single day. And in this relationship that I was in, the other person kind of set the, the pace for the relationship early on. And I kind of just went with it. Mm-hmm. And we were seeing each other every single day. And I felt guilty even asking for one day off. And that sounds horrible. One day off? Was yeah, it a job? It sounds like a job, right? But I felt guilty. Oh, and I remember, like, if I'd want to do something without the person, he'd kind of feel defensive or, like, just the way that he'd word it. It was like, oh, but how about me, kind of. Without saying it, that's that's the feeling that he'd give me. So, um, yeah, um, eventually I started losing interest, and he just started being more persistent when when I was detaching myself. He but, started chasing even faster. Yeah, and I was just I was that was long annoying. Gone. I was long gone by then, but no, that was. My and I situation. guess at that point you probably lost physical attraction too. Yeah, because once I mentally everything is tied yeah. into each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, once I mentally disconnect from a person. You're ugly to me. Wow. (laughs) Um, In the best way. So let's kind of take a turn. Would you do something that's completely out of your comfort zone to secure the bag, let's just say? Nope. My comfort to me is everything. Mm -hmm. I am literally, like, honestly, my comfort to me is everything. So I would not do anything to disrupt that comfort. I would talk to the person about it. Just be like, hey, like, but I don't think that. I think there's a compromise to it, but if I have to fully invest my comfortability to their benefit, nope. Can I ask a question to that? Go sure. ahead. 
Ow. Would you guys expect the same from them? Like, like look at it at the opposite is the opposite side of the f- shoe. The fence from the other side. I don't know. The other side of the look fence. Look at it from the guy side. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, would you guys expect that as well? No. No. So I feel like I don't expect comfort. Um, not faking who you are, but comfort zones are meant to be broken in a relationship because you need to compromise to each other's liking. So I wouldn't fake who this Ileana speaking now, <laughs> at the stage I am now. I would not fake who I am to to make the other person comfortable or to benefit the situation. Ileana back then, Ileana would have. But I feel like I've, and you guys definitely know this. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've definitely done things that are not questionable. That are not, not, not questionable, questionable, but like me spending money on a guy that I just started talking to. Yeah. Like I was doing that because I thought it would make them like me more, whatever the case is. But I feel like for guys, mm-hmm. you know, opening the door on the first date or like buying you flowers and this and that, like, bro, do you really always do that? Cause like if you're gonna start with that, you gotta keep the same energy from now until 50 years from now. So that's what I mean. Like, people tend to fake stuff just to get what they want. But let's leave it right there. And before we close it out, let's just picture this really quick. So you and him go out with his friends, right? And you hear a side comment at the table that he's only with you for your pussy. (laughs) For your pussy. What do you do? Guys, stay tuned for part two.